Yo, big ups, big ups to my boys, Limp Biscuit, for the use of the song My Way, from chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored waters. But this, this JR is the main event. Let's take up the thing. Tights and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Daniel and there's guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and We're gonna talk wrestling because we're gonna do things my way. It's my way. That's the Fights Wrestling Podcast. Snickers Crunchers presents <laughs> Tights and Fights talking about WrestleMania X7. I liked the Crunchers. Uh, yeah. They yeah, were tiny good. little ball things, right? Welcome to this special Maximum Fun Drive bonus episode of Tights and Fights, the podcast that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I am your humble host, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Danielle Radford. Hello. And Lindsay Kelk. Hello. If you're listening to this, that means that you are a Max Fun member. You either have been a member for a while or you just joined. Either way, welcome to the world of tights and fights if it's Woo! new to you. Yay! Uh, if you are here because of us, thank you extra. You're going to hear us talk about WrestleMania X7. Yay! This was like the height of my wrestling fandom. I'm still a big fan. I still watch it all the time, but this was like, could not miss a second of what they put on the air, and this is the culmination. This is really the end of the Attitude Era mm. as we as we knew it. The last like great death rattle of the Attitude Era mm-hmm. is WrestleMania This was my X7. gap. This was when I was not watching. This is also my gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I stayed with my parents um, until I moved um, January 1st, 2000 to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then I got kicked out of college around April of 2001 um, and then started dating um, my next boyfriend after that that summer who he was also a mark and so and he also didn't have cable but we had managed um, through my charm and sweetness to convince the people at Hooters <laughs> to let us watch Monday Night Raw and some pay-per-views there so then I got back on the train yeah. but this was about a year and a half long gap for me um, so I don't know it as well as everyone else like literally it's very possible that the week like like the week at, the week before this I was kicked out of college and trying to figure out my entire rest of my life because it did happen April 2000. Man, if only yeah. I'd known all and I one. needed was a charm and hooters to watch wrestling because we had a hooters in Nottingham where I went to school but we wouldn't go because they also had a big poster outside saying dads on Sundays kids eat free. But, it was the saddest sign I've ever seen. Oh, that's like a divorce dad. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't go to Hooters That's a weekend Nottingham. dad. But we were real drunk, and I was in college, and we also didn't have cable. That was hence, hence the gap. It is, times. it is possible that Jordan Crane and I, who is one of my best friends and also listens to the podcast, and if he's a Max Fun member, hello, Jordan. Hey, Jordan. We would go to the Hooters in Santa Monica at 4th and... and uh, uh, whatever street it's, it's on it, by the promenade. I think it's still there. Yeah, it's right by the promenade. Yeah. We would go there, and I would go there and just want to eat chicken wings mm-hmm. and watch wrestling. So and you know the, that's what you said. When you work as a server there, you're supposed to come chat people up, and they'd be like, "Hey, honey, how you doing?" I'm like, "I'm good. I want uh, wings and a lemonade." And then I would look up at the television, <laughs> not interested in in any other like flirty. Are like, you Vince McMahon? <laughs> Because I only want to talk to. <laughs> I, I will say our our regular server at that um at that Hooters did go on to be on America's Next Top Model. Sweet. She didn't win. No. But charmingly, when she got eliminated, she said, "Well, I guess it's back to Hooters." Yeah. <laughs> but it's a that great was... attitude to have. It's great good spirit. Attitude. Speaking good of the attitude. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's break into this card, uh, and we can talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is the Attitude Era, scars and all. Uh, but I, I would argue that this show features some of the best wrestling and storyline mm. work the WWF has ever done. And consistently across the whole show, mm-hmm. it moves. It doesn't really drag at any point. And at this point, we're in the Attitude Era, and WCW has just been purchased. So there hasn't been that decline mm-hmm. that would come mm. from there being no competition. 
So every sing- the, the thing that struck me, and I just rewatched it, is that every single person who comes out to the ring is like red hot over. Yeah. Even mm. Test. Yeah. Test was, I, I keep trying to explain this to people and they do not, like, Test was so over for like three years. Yeah. He was crazy over. Yeah. He had a good look. Good looking mm-hmm. guy. Wasn't a terrible wrestler. Not not super diverse in his moveset. Uh, well, that's well, like half the roster now. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he can only do five things, but he's okay. It's just a bunch of tests. Put a belt on him. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> tests, tests, tests. These are some tests. <laughs> tests, 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 tests. Rest in peace, test. Rip. But if we have to do that all the way there through. There's going to be a lot of. Yeah, no, we can't do this the whole. <laughs> once we start going back for, far enough, we just we can't. have like a second silence at the end for everyone. <laughs> the body count has begun. <laughs> Curtain Jerker for WrestleMania X7, if you want to know how good a show this was, is Chris Jericho versus William Regal for the Intercontinental title. So good. Yeah, that's a really good, that's a really good feud. The thing that really struck me about that when I was, I mean, watched this yesterday, mm-hmm. and I, I love Regal, and like, he's my dream wrestling dad. Like, yeah. I, he's English, oh, I fair. think it's viable. I want to wake up and just him be like, come on, it's time for school. And I'm like, everything works. That's like my big both wish. Fake posh yeah. accent. Yeah, and like, because he's from Blackpool, like he's not posh. He's like a northern scumbag like me, and I was like, this is the bestest. Um, I, mean, I met him then. one time, and it was just like, I got no questions for you. I just want to sit here and like just stare at you. If that's cool. <laughs> and then we got a photo, and then it was lovely. Um, but he was an absolute delight. Off topic, but like watching this match, the thing that really dawned on me, like, and I don't know why, it just occurred to me, like, Jericho now is just like. More Jericho than ever. Yeah. Like, his character mm. has never wavered. He's just always been Jericho. I was like, yeah. man, you just cut your hair. Like, that's all you do. I'm, I'm fine with it. But it was really like, I was like, oh, I'm going to see like, the evolution of Jericho right now. And it's like, it's like no, no, he's always been that no. dude. He just knows, like, oh, well, they're, they're, that this is no longer pissing them off. Yeah. So what's the next tr- super trolly before we even had trolls? Yeah, he's he a, a troll. troll. He's, like, just a, a troll. He's a wrestling troll. Yeah. And the terrible top knot. But, I mean, I loved it. it's 2001. <laughs> we all made mistakes. Chris. We, you know, everyone was bleach blonde. Everyone had long hair because they didn't want to have to figure out how to, do, <laughs> how to call spots without it. Um, everyone was super puffy. We don't know why. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, Regal definitely nice and puffy. And I something I want to point out, I, I love William Regal's early entrance music way better than the later stuff. This like mm. trumpet that. William Regal is a very physical commissioner. The challenger from Blackpool, England, weighing 240 pounds, the commissioner of the World Wrestling Federation, William Regal. There's a version of NBA uh, or WWE 2K where you could upload music for wrestlers, and I went. For I like I downloaded all these creator wrestlers <laughs> and then I went and found their music and ripped MP3s oh. so that when they entered when Dedication Regal entered how. he came out to his proper music and that made me the happiest of any of the <laughs> can you themes I found. yeah can you tape that for me and send it to me because I just want to like. I feel like I so very infrequently get to see Hal at his happiest. Yeah. <laughs> happy That's Hal. And, yeah, happy Hal. And I'm pretty I miserable, generally. Yeah, and so like I didn't get to see you be like super happy for the Super Bowl until like after. So if you could just yeah. like tape the screen and then your face and then the screen, just like for us. I'll tell you what, if the uh, if the Sixers make the playoffs, I'll tape one of the games because surely they'll win one game. In the playoffs, and that will be—I'll be very happy. Sure. One game, not a series. <laughs> um, a but game. if not, we can also, you know, sure. uh, Max Fun Drive is coming up, so maybe we can save um, just like some clips of you being happy. Yeah. <laughs> Why? How did I become the Willie Loman of podcasting? What is happening <laughs> to my life? You're Am just, I really? You know, you're just selling your voice door to door. Yeah. Oh, no. Attention must be paid to voices like Attention these. Attention must be paid. Attention must be paid. It's got literary real quick. <laughs> uh, Jericho gets the win in this match and retains the Intercontinental title with a lion salt. Very rare that that would end a match. Mm. Even then, that was not his finisher. It was the, mm-hmm. it was the wall. 
Wouldn't it be nice if they, like, if more wrestlers did what Jericho did, where it's like they would occasionally pin someone with their secondary signature finisher? I love that. Yeah. I yeah, love when too. that happens. Roman should pin people with the Superman punch. Yeah. Sammy should pin people with the Blue Thunder Bomb, that kind of stuff. Especially yeah. if you're doing one of these things where, and they're not doing it as often, but if you're doing something where it's obviously someone doing the job, mm. then why can't you do it yeah. to your secondary It's nice to move? be surprised sometimes. I mean, yeah. how many times have you been watching a match and... Like, I'll watch with Jeff, who doesn't watch as much as we've talked about, and he'll be like, oh, my God, that guy's going to win. I'm like, no, he's not, because he didn't do the, like, the spear. That, like, yeah. with Roman, I'm like, he's not going to win yet. John Cena's, you know, look, John Cena's AA'd once. He's going to AA yeah. a couple more times. Yeah, yeah a couple yeah, yeah. more times, because that's uh, how. He, he didn't dust off his shoulder. It's going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they did a good job booking-wise of switching it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't want to see Regal tap, like, no, doesn't make so, sense for him. No, I agree. <clears throat> so they figured out something that did make sense. Yeah. What didn't quite make sense, this is a fun match, but not a great match, is Taz and the APA versus the right to censor. That's Bull Buchanan, Stevie Richards, and the Good Father, who have all... Uh, good, well, good and this father. was also... Uh, um, Ivory was also like their mouthpiece at this time, wasn't yes, she? Yes, but she yeah. has her she own has match, match later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And they're not there to help her because they got their asses yeah. kicked yeah. by the APA, which again... Good Smart writing. booking. Really good writing. Very well written. Yeah. And there was even a, a skit beforehand, and I didn't realize it was already happening at this point, but Jackie, Jacqueline, was was oh. uh, part of the APA at this point. So she was there smoking a cigar, playing cards. <laughs> I loved Jackie as part of the APA. And again, yeah. when I would go home and visit my folks, I would definitely like just download a bunch of wrestling. I loved Jackie as part of the APA. It's funny to hear JR refer to... Bradshaw is like a young man because he already ah! looked like he was he, 50. You know, he was definitely 45. 45. <laughs> 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 yeah, see, it's a fact. We said at the same time, it must be true. And yeah, he's, he's never been a young man, right? I mean, imagine no, him in yeah. high school just being exactly as he is now. I can't, I can't conceive of it. <laughs> uh, I'll just backtrack for a second. At this point, uh, Regal was the commissioner of the mm-hmm. WWF. And uh, so he that was prepping him for his run as commissioner it's of NXT. A really good commissioner. Now. He's the best. Yeah, great authority I'm figure. Not just saying yeah. that because he's my dad. Uh, you know he's what? Great. I appreciate that you're able to look at your family members objectively. I think that's wonderful. Can Goldust be my dad and then our dads fight? Oh yeah, but like they love each other, but they can't help it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I, think I do want Goldust to be my dad. Seems like such a hugger after the Alicia Fox thing and the amazing supportiveness of when he found out he was a mixed match challenge partner. Oh, all in, and Gold the way Dust. that he treats his daughter, his, his granddaughter. Oh, yeah, yeah please. <sighs> anyway, Gold dust. And he'd think of the tutorials he could do with the makeup. He's everything at once. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> dad versus dad. Oh, and he, it's still relevant. He was still kind of around back then. So. My Very dad much. is big show. <laughs> well, my dad is big, so <laughs> well, you gotta clean up your room dun, 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 <laughs> and cut the grass tonight, dog. <laughs> but then you get Bess as your mom, and I understand she's great. Yes, See? that's true. That's the only thing I know about Big Show is that everyone's like, oh, his wife is the best. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the Big Show, he's up next yeah. in a triple threat hardcore match with Kane and the champion Raven. <sighs> Yeah. I look, I don't like bleeding. I get squeamish. I like I like the heart. This was for the belt too, right? This was for the belt I and this was a uh, time limit match, yeah. false count anywhere obviously. I like the hardcore belt because it gave a lot of dudes something to do. Mm. Yeah. Even if even if I'm like Ew, thumbtacks. <laughs> I like have to break out my fainting couch every time someone busts like a light bulb <laughs> against someone's head. Sure. I do. I just I like the idea of giving some of these dudes something to do. And then it makes sense when you put them against someone bigger and they do the job because it's like, well, they're hardcore, like they yeah. need all these weapons. And then when you take that away, they, they don't know how to fight anymore because they're street fighters. Right. Now, Raven comes to the ring in this match, pushing a shopping cart. See, I looked away for a second. As I said, I was unpacking my bags for yeah. a retro, but I looked at him turn about and I'm like, why is there a dude coming to the ring with a shopping cart? Yeah, you might have like, thought it was... I was very confused. I just loved it. It felt like a very English thing, to be honest. <laughs> and I just, like, like, I just came back from there. This can't be right. I've got my carriage. Yes, yeah, like right? one Isn't has that... one shopping trolley. Or bug... Yeah, carriage. A trolley. Or a trolley. One that's shopping it. trolley. trolley. 
Um, and I was like, what the fuck? He's just got a trolley full of shit. Well, he was also... Does he know where he is? He left directly from the Astrodome to go be on Supermarket Sweep, so he just needed to have it with him. (laughs) He kind of looked like he'd come from my local Vons. That's what you can get from there. Well, you know, you got to go to the fluids first, guys. You know, the fluids are the most expensive. Uh, There's a big joke here. Big joke. (laughs) What does he bring with him? The kitchen sink. And in the kitchen sink is some branches of a fake plant, a street sign, like a no parking sign, a weird puppet. And then they hit each other with cookie sheets. They chase each other backstage, throw each other through a drywall that's been set up against a concrete wall. There's a golf cart chase. And here's a fun fact. During the golf cart chase, uh, Raven almost ran into some critical wiring near a retaining wall. Oh, no. And if he had hit it, it would have knocked out power to the entire building. Oh, no. Ah! But the winner of this match is Kane, who was super jacked, super over, Raven super over, Big Show super over, and another match where everybody who participated still lives. And not as not as horrifically violent as you would expect them to be. Somebody went through a fake window because they built a whole office. Who hasn't gone through a fake window, yeah. right? I played the Back class. to the Future game. <laughs> <laughs> you, go, you go through some plate glass. Yeah, that's what you do. Uh, all right. Coming up next. <sighs> R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero defeats Test for the European Championship. Oaks. Uh, Eddie is a heel here. Over as a heel. And this was New Radicals era, right? This was still Radicals right. era. He wins with interference from first Perry Saturn and then Dean Malenko. They both come to ringside. Oh. Perry Saturn has the big fuzzy hat. He's wearing that big fuzzy <laughs> hat at this point. It looks like he, like... Because uh, Eddie stole it at the end, I think, was what I just remember. Was does he steal it at the like end? He's, like, wearing it and, like, he's just mugging with it for a bit. I am proud of to know about the Guerrero family legacy, but how can the Guerrero family be pleased with the word that Eddie has just won the European title? Because success speaks for itself. Harry Saturn now and Dean Malenko. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie wins. He's got the hat. And uh, Dean Malenko, we, you know what? We have to do a better job of giving that man his roses because he is mm-hmm. amazing. Yes, he's fantastic. He's and not still, dead, right? Yeah. No, he works no, as no, a road yeah. agent. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. So I, I'm very much like in this phase of my life and especially with my fandom and wrestling, we have to start giving people their roses while they are alive. That would be um, nice. Imagine. Right. So That's can crazy. We, we, let, let's let's give Dean Malenko his roses because he's round of amazing. Applause, yes. Dean round of a, a round of applause. Polite, polite. Malenko, <laughs> polite podcast applause. You for did you. just get back from London. Yes. Yes. One one should applaud Dean Malenko. <laughs> As would be right and proper. Coming up next, uh, 2001 was a year of great feuds, like just great feuds, great blow-offs, Even the first few months, this was the beginning of a feud. Uh, this is Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit. Kurt Angle has previously tapped out in a match without the referee seeing, which he is obsessing over the idea that he never tapped out. Even these 65,000 bull riding, beer bellied Texas yeehaws know that I have never and will never tap out to you. Oh, and by the way, people, lose the freaking cowboy hats. You're not seven years old anymore. Please. Gets the win after cheating by pinfall over Chris Benoit. This would lead to a um, a submissions only match. I think a submission Iron Man match, a 30 minute Iron Man submission oh, match at Backlash, which was even better than this one. Uh, later on, he's bragging about his win backstage. Benoit comes and clips him and then puts him in the crossface. He taps he out taps again. again. The story of this match, just the two of them jockeying for position in the yeah. first three, four minutes is so incredible. It's still really weird for me to see Kurt Angle with hair now. <laughs> There's a I know lot that's of not the hair. only thing that should be weird about watching this match back, <laughs> but I, I was just staring at it like, dude, you had such a good head of hair. So Big Show had good hair, too. Know, but that's just, just stop defending your dad. Big Show was like, hot. <laughs> come on, my Mail dad's a wrestler, too. No, if, we're going back, thing, if we're going see? back to the early days of yeah. NWO, Big Remember? Show was legitimately hot. My dad was a looker. Big Show <laughs> could get it. He could rip a phone booth in half. He could get it. With the hair. He ate two turkeys for snacks. No, I'm just, 
imagine him walking around with two live turkeys, yeah. one under each arm. <laughs> like, I'm going to go eat these. He's named them. <laughs> That's the sound the turkeys made when he ate them live. Uh, but, it, I mean, it's... We've I, we've talked about... Chris Benoit is a problematic figure in wrestling. Mm-hmm. For the purposes of watching this as a pay-per-view and as a wrestling match, if we were to compartmentalize it... In terms of context and in culture. In terms of context yeah. and culture at mm-hmm. that time, this was an incredible match. Yeah. Put right. on by two of the best in the entire world. Right. In their prime and at the start of a program that would only get better from there. Right. So. I agree with yeah. everything you just said. And now we move on. Now we, now move, we on. move on. And it doesn't get much better because now we have China defeating Ivory for her first WWF Women's Championship. Wait, no, it just got a lot better. Well, <laughs> I just mean in terms better. of another sad, <laughs> like a tragic figure. Another passing. Befell, another befell an early end. Silent second. Not, I don't yes. put her in the same bucket oh, as yeah. Chris Oh, Benoit. of course not. I, not know, I know that you're a good person. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's yeah, another, like, good, yeah. it just makes you sad. Like, you don't have to oh. send Hal into the sea. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not okay. like it's sad what we're China not, did. Yeah, we're not putting you on a nice flow. We know yeah. you're a good person. It's sad the position that China was put in throughout her career. The demons that haunted her to the very end. Despite her best And also, attempts. this is kind of sad, if only because it's like her being, it's hard because I don't want to say, well, she was relegated to the women's division mm-hmm. because that's not fair. The women's division isn't, uh, or at least it should not be a uh, like like a down move. Yeah, it shouldn't have been a punishment. But it, it was be... treated as such because of yeah. the way that they treated the women's division. Yeah. Um, right. So that's not her fault. Um nor is it Ivory's fault. Ivory is an amazing competitor. But the the fact that, like, being in the women's division at that time by them was treated as less than. Yeah. And she was docked down because I'm sure her pay got. Oh, yeah. Surely. <sighs> yeah, it's really complicated. It was when she was walking down to the ring. And I, I loved her work. And I've always enjoyed her right. stuff. But I was like, dude, she's such a babe. Yeah. I just had that total oh, moment where yeah. she walks out and she just looks so confident and happy and I guess she knows she's going over. Yeah. But when she's walking down to the ring, you're like, that is a happy woman who is a total fucking <clears throat> babe. And this was like almost the peak, if not the peak of her Xena phase where mm-hmm. she was just like, mwah. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, look at this. This and, is what I yeah. want to remember. This is like obviously the same thing, not without her demons, not without her issues. China enjoying this. And it is over in China. It is both an academic who can say a new women's champion, China. But in any event, Ivory has lost. Like, whatever, that's a whole other podcast. But, like, in this moment, she was everything. And, like, I wish you could pluck her out of time and bring her in today and just drop that China into today's division. Yes. And, like, I want to see her just China smash through, like, everyone. Let's remember here that after this match, China is gone less than a month later. Mm-hmm. She's it's crazy. Because of, uh, you yep. know, uh, there are a lot of stories as to why certainly I'm sure all of them contain a certain amount, varying amounts of of what the actual mm-hmm. truth is. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that I had the pleasure of moderating uh, Lita, a Q&A yes. with her, mm-hmm. and she was asked about uh, about China, and I found out, and I don't know, I don't know to what extent this is out there, probably it is, mm-hmm. you, you guys probably already know this, but the plan for her next feud after winning the title was with Lee. It was going to be a Lita oh, China man. program, like a that multi-month fun. program. I think, and I know you, we talk about it, but it, being relegated, I wonder if if China had stayed and been that powerhouse in the women's division, if it it's change. possible uh, that like, the revolution have would have upped, happened sooner. Right, to have uplifted everyone in the women's yeah. division instead of it feeling like a punishment, which is how it felt. And I yeah. agree. And especially if she would have started fighting Lita, who was also white hot yeah, at the time. Yes. I do absolutely think it would have been, um, especially because back then the only way to prove yourself as worthy was to fight dudes. Yeah. And Lita fought dudes. And China fought dudes. So two chicks two that fight together. dudes fighting each other automatically raises up the division and would raise up everyone else that they that they worked with. Uh, up next on the card is father versus son. We've got a bunch of different storylines happening here all at once and all culminating. 
You've got Vince's mistreatment of Mick Foley, who is the, guest, the special guest referee. Mm-hmm. There is uh, Linda being uh, falling into a catatonic <laughs> state and Vince cheating on her with Trish Stratus. This which, was the dumbest thing in the world, right? Which turns Shane face because Shane always backs mm-hmm. his mom no matter what. And put Stephanie boy. with Vince. So you have that storyline going on. Uh, all these people are at ringside for this match. Shane does not come out to Here Comes the Money. That song does not exist yet. Mm-hmm. He comes out to No Chance as the McMahon family enters. Yeah, I did yeah. sing Here Comes the Money when he was coming down yeah, the ramp. <laughs> of course. Also part of this was the purchase of WCW. They worked at Indus Storyline where... Night, which, great. Yeah, Shane yeah. comes in and sweeps the company so and steals good. the company out from under his father. It appears on the very last Nitro. Uh, which I watched Aww. Uh, just that part. I just watched to see if there's any more WWF in it. I was like, I don't want to watch. At that time, I was like, I don't want to see Ric Flair wrestle in a T-shirt. Like Little did you know. Little did I know. Little did I know. That's on me. I, I take full responsibility. This is a Again, it's a well-told story in this match. Mm-hmm. We, get a, we get an honest-to-goodness Van Terminator out of Shane. He clears the whole ring. Yeah. In fact, he pulls back. Because otherwise he would put his feet through his dad's head. Which, in hindsight, well, you know, just saying. <laughs> Vince is in one corner. Shane is in another. There's no way. There is absolutely no way in hell Shane can do this. Oh, my God. Shane with a front kick. Shane front kick to steal. The trash can right into the face of his father. The leg is hooked. It would have looked like an accident, Shane. <laughs> yeah, make it, Linda's like, make it look like an accident, and it would have been fine. <laughs> so you enjoyed the match? Uh-huh. I really loved the match. <laughs> and it's like, I know it was all the problematic stuff, and it's all so messy, and Vince is a dick. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy the match. I enjoy this, the soap opera-ness of this whole storyline of Linda in the wheelchair and then Linda kicking him in the balls. And yeah. It's a happy t- it's a happy place for me. He gets his comeuppance from yeah. everybody. Yeah. Like Trish slaps him in the face. Yeah. Honestly, Steph like, gets a slap in. Yeah. I know these matches were never, like, technically very good, but it mm. was always fun to see Vince McMahon get his ass handed to him at WrestleMania. Yes. And always, and always he's, was. He's yeah. always so game. And that is one thing that I will say is, like, no matter what you say about the booking or blah, 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 when Vince was booking other people against him, yep. he had zero problem getting his ass thoroughly beat by mm-hmm. whomever he wound up being faced off against. Yeah. He had no problems looking like the fool because when you cash million dollar fucking yeah, exactly. checks, who you don't fucking care. cares? He still does. I mean, even Bret Hart, when Bret came back and yep. he had that family, like the thing against the Hart family, yep. like he had them turn on him. Even down to getting like busted open by, by Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens a couple yep. of weeks ago. Did you hear Kevin Owens on the, I think he was on the Jericho podcast maybe? Or was it Edge and Christian? When I did. I he was did. saying, he's like, I wish you could have heard the things he was saying to me because he was like, I was shocked and then, because someone had asked him apparently if they were like, oh, was, was he saying like, do it the hard way, bust me open, bust me open? He was like, no, he was saying like legitimately hateful, awful, horrible things to me. That I was he's an like, actor and yeah. he's, you know. Uh, and he got it, him all riled up and he said he's like legit. I was like, because he couldn't believe the things that Vince was saying to him. Yeah. And Vince yeah, is method. Yeah. Um, Vince studies oh my his God, imagine if, yeah. imagine if this whole thing, Vince's his whole life has just been method. Oh, I absolutely 100% <laughs> believe that Vince is kayfabe. Like, the way that Daniel Day-Lewis is kayfabe all the time, <laughs> Vince oh. is like, Vince has been like 65 years of it. Like, yeah. he just woke up one day when he was, like, 12, and he was like, And then Dad, one day he will die. Going into character. See, no, and then one day he, when he's on his deathbed, he'll be like, See, Dad, I fucking told you, man. <laughs> like, bring my family to me. I have something to tell them. <laughs> and it's like, comes out of character for the first time ever. I've always loved you. I'm so proud of you, you guys. <laughs> um, if you guys look inside my lockbox that is back in the bank, um, it's just filled with a lot of needlepoints I did, yeah. talking about how much I loved you. I had a Secret lot of... Secret diaries that he's written every day about <laughs> how much he loves his family and trusts yeah. them and respects women. Yeah, like, you wipe down the walls of, yeah. like, any Vince house, and it's just, like, filled with, like, him writing down like oh here's where Shane was like four feet tall oh I love him he's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> and he dies and he's just like K frame forever gang gang and he does the fucking Wakanda forever <laughs> <laughs> I will never he get over the fact dies. that he was Shane's best man at his wedding 
it freaks it freaks me out in a, in a not I a good way. It's weird. It's, it's creepy. I love I think my it's, mom. I think it's sweet. It's not that it's not that it's nice. Did your dad stand up in your wedding? Yeah, he had three turkeys that day because he was so emotionally <laughs> well overwhelmed. <laughs> emotionally whelmed. He was very whelmed that day. It's a three turkey day. It was a three turkey day. And the Halbert household. <laughs> three turkey, four <laughs> tissues. Uh, following that match, how do you top father versus son in the ultimate battle? I'll tell you. You take the tag titles. Mm. You suspend them 900 feet above the ring. And then you have TLC2. Okay, well, this match is legendary. I have seen this. This is Edge and Christian. Versus the Hardys versus the Dudleys, mm. round three. The triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 2000 is the unheralded match of these three. Mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. is excellent. It is also a TLC match because all of those things are yeah. used in it. Uh, but this match is, it's this is terrifying. the final perfect form. Right. The, the point where Jeff Hardy gets on the ladder and does the sent on over to square. Oh, I can't even watch it now. I and I know they're okay. So and the weird hanging. Them. I'm good. Jeff Hardy actually knocked out. Spike Dudley's front teeth with a swanton bomb in this it's match. Terrifying. And you had the whole family. That's I think that's part of what added this. Yeah. You had Lita, Rhino, yeah. and Spike. So they yeah. all came out and had Lita looked amazing. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah. <laughs> Lita, Rhino, and Spike. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. No. One of these things ran for office. <laughs> uh, well, this is this is a uh, everything you could want out of a match. You've got Jeff Hardy running on top of ladders, or walking mm-hmm. rather, and then almost falling over. Yeah, that was pretty oh. amazing. Uh, you've got Edge performing a spear off of a ladder to Jeff Hardy, who is hanging from the belt loop. It's it's just that was incredibly scary. Lita's peak whale tail on Lita. Lita's peak whale tail. That was the last time that anyone was allowed to have a whale tail in the United States, right? Thirty percent butt. Yeah, showing. <laughs> this was like Lita. Lita retired it. Lita, in this Lita match. like had to call Brittany and be like, "It's over." Twenty-four-year-old Hal was okay with the whale tail. <laughs> had a huge crush on. And Lita. when she took off the tiny crop top to just have her bra, and I was like, "Dude, you're already like not I wearing will any say, clothes." Yeah, I was like, I was very worried that I'd seen it how many times, and I was like, "She's coming out of that." Yeah, but she doesn't. So I was it's like, okay. "I'm very attracted to her. I appreciate that she's in a bra, but also." This is not it's not practical. This is not less clothing than she was wearing no. before. It's almost it's the more. same amount. Oh, yeah. remember she had the lip tattoo? It's fine. <laughs> the great thing about lip tattoos are they only last like two years. Yeah, and everybody I noticed also it was a thing for women at the time to have no eyebrows. Oh yeah, and then pluck, paint yeah, them on. That shit yes. out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now like we all eyebrows. just like yeah. Now we all just naturally <laughs> don't want, have eyebrows and then paint yeah. them on. Now we, have, we we don't have any left because of the nineties, and now it's all about eyebrows. So mm-hmm. suck it, millennials! Like you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> Got to get a brow transplant now. Man, that's a thing. I, yeah, it is a thing. I and believe also, it. I the, believe the, it. The, the thing with the razor blades. I have a micro bleeding just... consultation. We'll talk about it later. Ooh, oh, I'm very excited my because goodness. my hair is naturally too close to my skin tone when you put them together, so it looks like I have yeah. no eyebrows. <laughs> uh, well, if you're going to watch two matches from this WrestleMania and two matches only, this should be one of them. Yes. This is uh, Edge and Christian complete a clean sweep of all TLC and ladder matches okay, involving just those three teams. Is it weird for anyone else watching Matt Hardy run down the ramp in his little fishnet top and then think of Matt Hardy today and be like, Yes. Huh. You wouldn't do that now. Yeah, <laughs> I'd pay to see it. But yeah, I was like, look at that. Did you look at that? Yeah, he had like the Freddy Krueger like, fitness. That was too. a while ago. And they yeah. all, like, back then, I feel like everyone ran down. Like, no one took their time yeah. and, like, hung there is out no time. And, like, there is no time. No one, like, mucked about and, like, Only and was, like fucking around. Everyone yeah. was like, no, I am here and then I'm going to run down. And, like, think how long it took Taker to get to the ring from WrestleMania last year. And they even brought him up in the middle so he didn't have to do the whole thing. I. Yeah. I don't like, <laughs> want this, you guys. <laughs> and then Alyssa, like, they, even he got a motorcycle to get him there faster. Yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah, that's right. We've got Underbiker. This is I Peak know we've been loving this shit right here. <laughs> so we need a little bit of a palate cleanser between the Triangle Ladder match and Undertaker uh, Triple H. So we get the gimmick Battle Royal with... Mean Gene Okerlund on play-by-play, mm. and a returning Bobby the Brain Heenan. 
on color commentary. Mm. Do you not like Bobby the Brain Heenan? I appreciate what he did. Mm-hmm. I think that he's great. Um, it becomes hard for me when you see him do things in more modern eras because it is um, so much of a... Even with Mean Gene, it's like, you can plop that dude in any era and he gets it and he's right there. Mm. Right. Um, with Bobby, it's like, no, you are of your era. And, you know, even with... And I love him and I'm probably going to catch some heat for this. Even with JR, like, he doesn't do a great job doing women's matches. He's gotten mm. used to it. But, you know, some people are... It, it, it takes them a while to come up out their era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and, 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 and Heenan was of his era. Yeah. And a lot of people were guilty of that because it was, again, context and culture. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you if you would ask them from a personal perspective, they might have said, yeah, I didn't think that was cool, but what that's what I was told that's to do. That's my job. Right. But we don't know because we can't have that conversation with these people individually. And we also don't know what they would have said at the time. What do you both think of Paul Heyman on color commentary here? Just following that vein, is he someone who also feels, I mean, I know he's still active today, but he's in a very different role. His job there was to sell everything. I give Paul probably more passes than I give everyone else. When Heyman has done things, for one thing, he has been unequivocally, that's not a word, it's fine. Um, He has, when he goes on social media, he's all about like, praising women and blah, 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 blah. And yes, we look at him as like the king of extreme, yada, yada. He did try to bring more women into wrestling. They all got beat the fuck up by dudes, but he did try. (laughs) Right. So I I do give him a lot more leeway because Mm -hmm. I feel like he has been better able to figure out um, the ways to both please the master and be a good dude. Okay. Yeah. Where's the other guys? He's someone who's very much to me more so than, definitely more so than a Jerry Lawler who is playing a character. Right. I very much consider what he's doing in wrestling is, is a character. And I know it's an amplification of himself. And, I, you know, you can't base a body of work on one meeting, but I did meet him and interview him a couple of years ago at Mania, and he was... He was exceptional out of everyone I spoke to. Basically, he sat and cut a promo on me for eight minutes, which was Mm. one of the most magical eight minutes of my life. It was hilarious. But I was like, I'm interviewing for Glamour magazine about why women should watch wrestling. And he just like went off about why he should be the first male cover star of Glamour magazine. And I was like, so anyway. And it was like, no, it doesn't matter. I had eight minutes of him just going off and he was amazing. But he was like screaming in my face. He was doing a full Paul Heyman obviously immediately manages to bring it around to Brock Lesnar even though I didn't even ask that question he's so good Amazing. but when it was when our time was up he was the perfect gentleman. He shook my hand. He was like, I think it's amazing that you're doing this. I would love to have more women's magazines here or like more women's media here. Like, It's awesome when we get to engage with female fans. It's something that we don't do enough. And right. can we get a photo? And like, can I shake your hand? And like, he was so good. And I genuinely felt like he meant it. And I'm, I don't know if he did. Maybe he was just being the best Paul Heyman he could be. Right. But he was legit. And um, that gave me a lot more respect for him when I watched stuff like this to be able to separate the character from the man. Cool. Uh, the battle royal ends when the Iron Sheik tosses Hillbilly Jim over the top. The reason, you want to know why Iron Sheik won? Sure. First of all, he doesn't why like to here? do jobs. Second of all, he could barely fucking move and wasn't going over that top rope mm. for anything. Mm. But the uh, they do get a pop at the end when Sergeant Slaughter mm-hmm. re-enters the ring and puts him in the Cobra Clutch. Mm-hmm. But you have people like Duke the Dumpster Drosy, Kamala with both legs, also R.I.P., um, earthquake and typh- uh, tugboat, not typhoon. Yeah. No. Um, Brother also, Love. Um, isn't it interesting that to do that storyline how many months before 911? Where like that's how the gimmick matches. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's it's true. Only, like five months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy to think. And Nikolai and Volkov then the world was there. Changed. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it did. But it still was an interesting, like, and it didn't overstay its welcome as a match. It was over mm-hmm. very quickly. Yes, which was nice. quick enough. Yeah, they, I mean, I think that they recognized, like, hey, these guys all have a cumulative 20 minutes in them, which means uh, <laughs> if, you, if you translate that to real world, we got about five minutes to make this thing yeah. happen. So. Yeah. Before they all need to sit down. Yeah. Right. Mm. It's exactly what it needs to be. And that clears the way for Undertaker versus Triple H. I actually don't think there's a lot to talk about here. 
This is both of them without something to do who are thrown into a WrestleMania yeah. match. This isn't the end of an era. has nothing to do with Shawn Michaels, no, who no. had been fired uh, before this show mm-hmm. because he could not get his substance abuse problems under mm-hmm. control. Uh, who knows what role he would have played. He wasn't mm-hmm. really active with the company at that mm-hmm. point anyway. Um, it hadn't been for like a minute. Yeah. Like a minute. Th- this, honestly, to me, is the weakest point in this card. And the weakest point in The Undertaker's hair. I don't mm. care for it. <laughs> it's so blonde. It's so yeah, blonde. It is pretty blonde. Well, pretty you know, blonde. when your hair starts getting like very, very gray and you first mm. start putting oh, in yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you had like two choices. It's like Sting when he started putting yeah. in that just for men and his hair got real puffy and he looked yeah. like like. Oh, you gotta weird... bleach that shit before you find a good color. Like, oh, that's why they wet it. The weird it's the only way it looks okay. Yeah. yeah. If not, no. it's just fried. And Beryl's been yeah. sick. <laughs> not that kind of sick. No. Just the flu. But look at her hair. You can tell. No, I hate this. Undertaker. Gene Simmons hair. He has Gene Simmons like hair. He has now. Gene Simmons hair. Yeah. Uh, all right. That leaves us some time to talk about the main event. This maybe is the greatest main event in the history of WrestleMania. This is The Rock versus Stone Cold, round two. Mm-hmm. The Rock enters as the babyface champion, having defeated Kurt Angle at No Way Out. Uh, Steve Austin is coming off of his two out of three falls match against Triple H, blowing off that feud. However, through his return, which happened in October of 2000, all the way through, there were moments of the two of them facing off again. Mm-hmm. They hint at it in the six-man Hell in the Cell match, where the two of them bump back to back, then turn around have a stare down, the crowd goes nuclear for it. Yeah. Uh, there, there is no stronger program at that point yes. than Rock versus Austin. Yeah. Steve the Austin. package was so good. Oh, everything. everything. together. Like, yeah. Ugh. I mean, apart from the music, but there's nothing we can do about that. Mm. It was 2001. We have two of the best promos in the history of the business going yep. up against one another. Mm. Uh, Steve Austin had punched his ticket to the main event by winning the 2001 Royal Rumble. That was his third win. Third official win, I think fourth win overall, hmm. if we count. Or is it, that's his third win? Oh, that is his third win, but only the second time that win has led to him going to the WrestleMania main event. Mm-hmm. It was 97. He cheated. Bad boy, Steve. Uh, this match is about 40 minutes long. Mm-hmm. I don't think it overstays its welcome. The, the most controversial part of it, of course, is the ending. Mm-hmm. Where Steve Austin joins forces with Mr. McMahon, sells his yep. soul to the devil yep. to win the championship back. What the hell is this? What the hell is this? It's a new champion! Dr. Freddy! Dr. Freddy! And new World Wrestling Federation champion, Stone Cold Steve What the hell is this? Which is something that Steve Austin has said he regrets that he considered changing the finish on the fly yeah. and stunning wow. McMahon. And if McMahon couldn't sell a stunner when he knew it was coming, imagine how bad it would be if he didn't know it was coming. <laughs> just so, stood there staring at yeah. him. Like, what are you uh, doing? That, that would have been the night. Doesn't even go down. <laughs> like, he just stood there. <laughs> that would have been the night both quads ripped. <laughs> right. It's still my favorite know. moment in all of wrestling. Oh, <laughs> he just really... sat on the floor. Yeah. He just sat there and he can't move. But oh, just use funny. the stairs, Sorry. my dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're right there. <laughs> but every false finish at the oh. end of this match... Just the crowd is going insane. You yeah. think it's going to end Because you don't over know what's going to happen. You don't right. know what's going to happen, and I miss that so much. Yeah, that feeling. Yeah. It's hard to get that feeling anymore where yeah. you really feel like, I don't know who will win this. Yeah. And there's a compelling reason for both people to win this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard looking through, looking back through this because The Rock is gone after this to go film yeah. The Scorpion King. <gasps> he My doesn't come back until later. Movie. Really? No yeah. way. Who's your friend? Uh, it's an actor called Stephen Brand. He's like the Scorpion King. What? Wait, he's all the CG things? Before they put the like, weird Do you not PS... know? Wait, are you telling Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, before they put all the weird like PS1... Sega Saturn like, <laughs> graphics over it. Is that your bud pretending to be a scorpion that's maybe. also a king? Maybe. 
That's we should totally cool. get him in. Yeah. Uh, if he's <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, he is. He lives in that. No, I'm, I'm not going to say where he, he lives. He lives at 319 Gimmick Street. Yeah. Like back, <laughs> in, back in the valley. <laughs> beach. Lives at the beach. Yeah. Oh, my neighborhood. Yeah. Yo. I'll find him. Yeah. All, all of this to say. <laughs> no, no. I, it was all to say that through the lens of where this program went next, mm-hmm. it's definitely a disappointment. Heel Stone Cold Steve Austin was not a particularly great run in his career. We did get the Kurt Angle cowboy hat stuff, the Jimmy Crack Corn. Yes. There was amusing stuff because it's Stone Cold and an Angle, but also the invasion happens after this. Mm-hmm. Like this Everything really gets real mushy. Yeah. This is the yeah. this is the last great main event of the Attitude Era. This is like when Mad Men is like, well, we're set in like the 60s, but tef- technically you can still feel reverberations yeah. of what happened in the 50s. I feel like the end of Attitude is really is really when WCW is learning. brought in. Yeah. And they appeared in the suite, and they were actually supposed to run in on the Shane and Vince match, but meet Sean Stasiak opened his big flappers <laughs> and ruined it with <laughs> like a radio interview. Gums. Yeah, and Flapping Vince, his gums. Vince almost sent everybody home, but instead it was like, you can sit in the goddamn booth. Up there. I mean, look, I understand that a surprise is great and we don't want spoilers, but if it's a good story, man, just let the story be good and it's okay if we're not utterly shocked. We're still going to pop for it. I don't think it would have been a good story based on who they had. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, God, Mark Jindrak's running in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's it. That's WrestleMania X7. It's on the network. It is worth a watch. Oh, but wait, we have what? to say my favorite fun fact from this that I discovered the mm-hmm. um, when I was researching this. For the oh. Show. Because I'm a journalist, guys. Can't you guys tell? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I-, I couldn't believe this, but the, uh, the, tit- the tag title match was the last time that the tag titles ever changed hands on the main show until WrestleMania 33 last year. What? Interesting. Oh. Which it was Very a match, which ironically also involved the Hardys in a ladder. In a ladder. Yeah. That's crazy. That's very and interesting. And they finally got the win. They'd won a ladder match before against Edge and Christian, but that Aww. was for $100,000. <laughs> this is for belts. I will take the money. Give me $100,000. You could have won the Terry Invitational Tournament. <laughs> Do you get it? T-I-T? Miss Hancock, T-I-T. Don't be talking shit about Get her stepmom again. Like, honestly. God, we just got good, Hal. <laughs> Guys, it means... Now it. she's going to hear this and it's going to be a whole thing. I'm going to have to post... Sunday phone calls back uh, on. I'm going to I'm gonna have this. to post on our Just No mother-in-law again and be like, we were doing so good. She put her fingers over her head and they called her the horny little devil. We're good. Horny Hancock tits. This is WrestleMania X7. It's worth. It is worth a watch. It is. It is probably the, despite what we've like well, said. All the shitty stuff that was happening during the Attitude Era. Yeah, it's a great show. It's there, a super fun, yeah. enjoyable show. It's not bereft of it entirely. In honor However, of the nineties, I'm now wearing my headset on the side. <laughs> of my head. You, if you start a, singing "We Are the yeah. World." I am gonna like actually die. When you're down and, and out, and it's not a hope at all. <laughs> Okay. That video was on in England when I was home. We were watching like an old uh, music TV show and they showed the video for We Are the World and everyone's there in like jeans and sweaters and being super cash because like yeah. no one's glammed up because they're there for, you know, the children, yeah. for the charity. And then the camera pans around to Michael Jackson and he's full <laughs> Michael Jackson. He's a military jacket on the sunglasses. like, Diana Ross is in a fucking jumper. Come on. It's She's Michael. not even got makeup on and he's Full Michael Jackson. Everyone's also, just guys, like, it's actually Michael. really easy to hear when you hold your earphones like this if you just put them right next to I'm you. I'm just that. doing it because You just cool. take it off and then do, do it. it. Yeah, do, do it. it. And then Ooh. you just face them right oh. near your... And no, and you can do both like this and just put them right by your ear and you can actually... You actually can. Oh, this is great. That's actually pretty I'm a good. fan of one-ear headphones. Uh, <laughs> oh, to wrap this up, to wrap this <laughs> up, where, where would you put this... Among the all-time pantheon of WrestleManias, do you put it at the top? Is it just top three? I know you're a big fan of 19. That is it's a Seattle WrestleMania. It's top three. Is that does yeah. 19 top it for you because it's in Seattle? Yes. 
because I was there. But yeah. would you would you say? And I that feel the... like you do have to like when it comes to things like sporting events, you do have to factor in your emotional response, dude. Who's wearing a bunch of eagle stuff today? <laughs> Listen, so much eagle stuff. <laughs> that that is objectively oh, the greatest oh, Super Bowl ever played. Oh, no. The greatest. Um, <laughs> the greatest Super Bowl ever. No. Uh, but there you go. That's WrestleMania X7. Where, where would you put it all time? Um, I I do really love it, but same as Danielle, I love 30, but I was there. so. Right. But it was a similar 30 thing. 30 years I was also. Like, I love 30. Every part of it. 30 is a quality it's a WrestleMania. It's a coaster of emotions. Um, 30 is a great WrestleMania. Yeah, and I, I was really struggling between picking this and 30 as my favorite. Uh, but 30, 30 might edges be it for my, me because I was there. my favorite. Because Daniel Bryan, man. It's a Daniel Bryan story. If you have time, so like right now in, in the lead up to Infinity War, uh, my wife Jennifer <laughs> and I are watching all the Marvel films, like yes. in in universe order, not in release order. Oh, okay. Oh, I think well, it's worth it. I've seen that on the internet. What's that? Yeah. I've seen that done on the internet. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's worth going through. I think it's worth watching every WrestleMania hmm. just to see how it changed from what it was to what it is now, how the spectacle got added, celebrities, like, how how, what's the right take? mix? I will would go through because phases. When, because when you do, like, the Marvel, like, the MCU thing, those movies are two hours it's, each. It's yeah, 100, hours it's probably 120-plus hours. No, it's more. Days. It's way more. <laughs> for for WrestleMania? WrestleManias are four hours each, at least. Well, they're, now they're, they're not like originally. Seven. They weren't originally four hours. They've okay. got that later. I'm going to guess it's between 120 and 130 yeah. hours. Lindsay, you have a BB-8 tattoo? I do. Hi. I'm a nerd. We'll see you next time. (laughs) That does it for this special bonus episode of Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. Thank you for joining and becoming a member. That's why you're listening to this. We love you. For this episode, our hosts were Daniel Radford and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Hal Lublin. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well. We're putting him over for that. Our producer is the man who's yoked, and that's no joke, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. You can keep up with us all the time at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tights fights or find us on Twitter or Instagram. Same handle in both places. It's at tights fights. If you love the show and you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please keep coming back. We've got fresh episodes for you every Thursday. If you've enjoyed what you heard here today and you enjoyed listening to the show, you haven't left us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, do that because we've got merch in our brains just waiting to become real and on your body and face. And the only way that's going to happen is if you leave those reviews. We need them from you. And once again, I want to thank you on behalf of the entire Nation of Conversation for becoming a member or, or upgrading your contribution during this year's Max Fun Drive. We appreciate it so much. And all the people who've actually designated this show as one of the beneficiaries of their contribution, a special thank you to you. All of you are what helps keep this network going and keeps great content like this show and so many others on the network coming at you week after week, month after month, year after year. I'm going to stop talking. We'll see you later. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and We are the world. We are the children. We are the children. We are the ones to make a better day. So let's start giving. Let's start giving. There's a choice we make. We're saving our own. Make a better day. Just you and me. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.